The Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 47, Marine Corps' Leadership Trait of Justice. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much. For tuning in again i know you could be doing so much with your time you've chosen to spend it with me and i am so grateful that you're doing that hey today we're going to dive into one of the marine corps leadership traits if you missed last week's episode first of all you should be subscribed to the podcast so that you ensure that you never miss an episode but if you'll go back to episode number 46 you'll hear Uh, me describe all 14 of the Marine Corps leadership traits. I did a quick summary of all 14 of those, gave you the acronym that you can use to remember those. But then I promised you that in subsequent episodes, we would dive deeper into each of those 14 traits and discuss them. And today we're going to be talking about the very first one, and that is the leadership trait of justice. So we're going to be talking about that today. As you can imagine, before we jump into that, I do have a couple of housekeeping items that I want to share with you. As I mentioned just now, you've got to be subscribed to the podcast. I hope you will subscribe to the podcast so that you ensure that you never miss a single episode. I'm almost confident no matter what your podcast directory of choice is, you can find the Rookie Leaders podcast out there. If you can't find it, reach out to me and I will point you to it. So be sure you subscribe to the podcast in whatever podcast directory you are in, because again, I don't want you to miss a single episode. And again, I always appreciate a rating and review. As I say that, I realize, uh, again, I've forgotten to go and and grab one of those and, and read it to you here, but I appreciate your rating and review while you subscribe to the podcast. And then also, again, I don't see you yet in in the Credible Leadership community, so I'm going to mention that to you. Be sure that you jump in and join our community at community.credibleleaders.com. You definitely want to be a part of this community. I'm excited about a live event that we're going to be hosting here in the month of February. We're going to be hosting a live event associated with building trust within your team, how to measure and build trust within your team. So I hope you will join the community so that you get the information regarding that live event that we're going to be having later on in here in the month of February, and you can participate in that as well. But you want to join the community, head over there, community.credibleleaders.com. Now, let's jump into today's topic. As I said earlier, today's topic is 
the the very first Marine Corps leadership trait. It's the very first in the JJ did tie buckle acronym. I don't know that it's the very first in terms of priority or importance or anything like that. It just happens to be the first J in the acronym that we used to to memorize these 14 traits. And again, if you missed that, head back over to episode number 46. You'll hear me go through that acronym and those 14 in a summary form. Now we're going to dive into number one, justice. Okay, so I want to read for you a, a few items here as it relates to how justice is defined in the Marine Corps manual that I was referencing last week. But in in each of the for each of these traits, the Marine Corps manual, it has a definition, a, a significance statement, and then an example. So I want to go through those and give you my color commentary on what's there in the document. And then I want to get a little deeper today. And I really want to share with you three steps or three ways that you can ensure that you are that you're building uh, justice inside of your leadership that you're being a just leader so we'll we'll talk about those three ways here in just a moment as well so let me share with you right out of the document here i shared this with you last week but the definition of justice according to the marine corps document is this giving reward and punishment according to the merits of the case in question the ability to administer a system of rewards and punishment impartially and consistently. And so we're going to talk about a few elements of that definition now and then also a little bit later. But notice it talks about its giving of reward and punishment. And oftentimes, as leaders, we forget that there's both reward and there's punishment. As leaders, we often, and we naturally do this, we easily identify things that are wrong, or we easily identify, we naturally even identify things that people aren't doing correctly or things that people aren't doing that they should be doing. And we tend to then divvy out punishment or, or some type of reprimand or, or some type of negative feedback associated with things that people aren't doing. And as leaders, we then often we forget about we should also find things that people are doing right, people that are when think when people are doing above and beyond, and we should acknowledge that. We should appreciate that. We should reward that. And so I think the first part of this definition that's important to note is justice, it weighs both sides, right? The punishment and the reward as leaders, we have to be diligent to, to and I'm not saying that in some way we have to be equal and we have to balance out reward with punishment. I'm, I'm not a fan of what they call the the compliment sandwich. When you need to give fe- negative feedback, what you do is you first give positive feedback, then you give your negative feedback, and then you give another piece of positive feedback. You sandwich between uh, two be- pieces of positive feedback, that negative feedback. I'm not a big fan of that just because it, it makes it artificial. It makes it insincere. But I am a fan of this idea that we ha- as leaders, we have to recognize there is the need to justly divvy out reward and punishment and just, again, don't be so consumed or don't be unintentional about recognizing the need for reward and and allow all of your leadership to be the divvying out of punishment. You got to recognize that there, there needs to be a balance of both of those. But then the second part of that sentence, giving reward and punishment according to the merits of the case in question. 
as leaders, I think that's very important. We need to make decisions and we need to take action and we need to solve problems according to the merits of the case that's in question. We can't, as leaders, just kind of make these these blanket statements or these blanket criteria and then apply them to every single case. As a leader, we've got to be very careful. If we're going to have justice in our leadership, we've got to be very careful that we apply the due diligence to every single case to determine what kind of punishment should be enacted or what type of reward should be uh, offered. And that's got to be based on the merits of the case. And so we owe it to our team members as their leader to give them the due diligence necessary to make a good justified call on what the punishment should be, what the reward should be. Okay. And then it talks about the ability to administer this system of rewards and punishment impartially and consistently, impartially and consistently. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. So I'm going to leave that there where it is. Now, the second part of the, the, the document, the second part of the definition here of justice talks about the significance of justice here in the Marine Corps document. And it says this, the quality of displaying fairness and impartiality is crucial in order to gain the trust and respect of subordinates and maintain discipline and unit cohesion, particularly in the exercise of responsibility. And so what it's talking about here is why is justice important? Why is it important that you are a just leader, that you are viewed by your team as being a just leader? And it's because this, this display of fairness and this display of impartiality, what it does is it gains for you as, lead, as the leader, it gains for you trust and it gains for you respect, right? When your team recognizes that you are fair, that you are balanced and that you are impartial about your punishments or your reprimands and your rewards and acknowledgements, when they know you're fair and balanced and just in, in those things, then they respect you, they trust you. Your motives aren't in question by your team when they know you are carrying the leadership trait of justice. And again, it maintains that, it talks about here, it maintains that discipline, unit cohesion, and so forth. And so just know that as the leader, how critical that is that you gain the trust and the respect of your subordinates. And you can do that with this fairness, this impartiality by applying justice to your reward and your punishment system, your acknowledgments, your appreciation, your reprimands. You got to do that in a just manner. Now, one of the examples, every time for each of these 14 traits, the Marine Corps manual offers up an example. And sometimes you're going to find in these examples some military jargon that I will probably have to explain to you. So it talks about that. Here's the example of justice as noted in the Marine Corps document. Fair apportionment of task by a squad leader during field day. Okay, so fair apportionment of task, I assume you can follow that, but then it talks about by a squad leader. So let me quickly explain that. A squad leader is a senior enlisted Marine that's in charge of 12 to 16 Marines. A squad is made up of three or four fire teams, and then a fire team is a four-man team. 
So that squad leader would then be responsible for three or four fire teams. So that's a total of 12 to 16 Marines. Now, within each of those fire teams, you have what's called a fire team leader, which is usually the, the senior person of the four. And then the other three team members on that fire team, they're going to differ in seniority and rank. But what he's talking about here is, or what this is talking about is the fair apportionment of task by the squad leader. What he's talking about is he has a squad and they have differing ranks, but we're not just giving the lowest ranked person all the work. We're fairly distributing it distributing that work out by the squad leader. And then he talks about during field day is just cleanup day. So imagine barracks rooms, right? You have your Marines living in barracks rooms and you have a field day where they go and, and clean all of their rooms very thoroughly. They clean all the common areas very thoroughly, mop floors, wipe things down. Everything's just cleaned very well. So that's just the work example that they use here. But the point is the squad leader is fairly apportioning those tasks out to everyone and not showing some type of partiality to their fire team leaders, for instance, or not overly punishing maybe a lowing, lowest ranked Marine in the squad in some way. So he's fairly sharing that, that work. Now I'll, I'll say this also, it's not noted here in the Marine Corps manual, but I'll note how important this is for you as well. So this example, fair apportionment of task by the squad leader. There's something very important as a leader that fits well into my definition of leadership. I've shared with you my definition of leadership is influencing others towards a shared goal. And I talked to you about the word shared there means two things. First, it means communicated. You got to communicate to the team what the goal is. But the second part of that meaning of that word, the second part of the meaning of that word shared is we're in this together. I'm in this with you. Even though I'm the squad leader, I'm in this with you. So important in this case, if you're also going to be viewed as a just leader, if you're going to incorporate justice into your leadership, you are in it with the team. You're not sitting up in your high castle on your throne, barking orders, barking commands at the squad to to clean the barracks. No, you're there with them. You're there helping them clean the barracks as well. So that's super important as a leader also. So that's the gist of what the Marine Corps manual talks about as it relates to applying justice in your leadership, having the leadership trait of justice. But I wanted to give you just a little deeper insight into that also and talk to you and share with you some ways, three ways that you can ensure that you incorporate justice into your leadership of your team. Okay, so three things that I want to mention to you that I think are super important. Some of them come right out of the manual that I described, and then others I will I'm sharing with you on my own. So the first one I'll share with you this. If you are going to be a just leader, then you have to ensure that you are holding acceptable standards for your team acceptable standards for your team. I think as leaders, you recognize as leaders that part of our job is to push the team, right? To push the team to achieve more, to, to push the team to do things faster, push the team to find ways to do things cheaper. As a leader, 
that pushing of the team is certainly part of our responsibility. But if we're going to incorporate the leadership trait of justice into our leadership, we need to make sure that we are holding acceptable standards of how far we are able or willing to push the team. Now, again, I'm not suggesting at all that we're trying to make things comfortable for the team or that we're trying to make things easy for the team. Again, as leaders, our job is to push them. Our job is to expect more from the team. But we have to make sure that whatever standard we have set, whatever goal that we've put out there, influencing others towards a shared goal, whatever goal we've put out there for them, we have to make sure that it's an acceptable goal, meaning it's achievable, it's possible. We can't expect perfection. If as leaders, we always expect perfection, then what happens is we've put out there, we've put in front of our team. In fact, we've put the burden on our team of perfection, which is unacceptable. It's unattainable. It's not possible. And so no one in your team would describe that as fair. No one would say our leader is fair because he has a goal of perfection, right? Because again, it's just not fair. We, we'll, we'll never achieve perfection. So just be sure that when you are setting goals with your team or when you are pushing your team to be better, to, to do better, to go faster, whatever it might be, be sure that you have a goal out there in front of your team, a standard out there in front of your team that is acceptable. It's not unrealistic. You can't put unrealistic standards in front of your team if you're implementing justice in your leadership. Okay, so that's number one. Number The first thing you got to do is just make sure that you have acceptable standards in your leadership for your team. Okay. Now, number two, the second thing that you can do to help and ensure that you are incorporating justice in your leadership in, in the Marine Corps manual talks about this a little bit, but consistent responses. This is super important to implementing justice in your leadership. When a team member comes to you with bad news, you have to be super careful with your response. I recognize and I understand and I know that at times your team brings news to you, bad news in some form that really frustrates you. May It may even anger you and it may even make you feel like the team has, has failed seriously in some way but you have to be careful with your response in those moments. You can't allow your emotions, you can't um, uh, allow your anger and your frustration to, to cause you to respond in a certainly an unprofessional way, but even a, a, an ir irrational way, you, right? The idea that you would yell at your team, that's just unimaginable to me because you have to be so very careful with your responses. You have to be very consistent with your responses, right? So what this, what the, how this plays out in your team is when they have bad news to share with you, they will share that news and they will be open with that news. They will be trusting of you and sharing that news because they know you will handle that appropriately. They know that you will handle that consistently. And so you've gotta be consistent with your responses. But a second part of this is 
you have to always ensure that your response is is the same based on the merits of the case. So again, so if I have a team member that comes to me and says, hey, I, I'm late with this task. I'm not going to get this done on time. It's going to take me a couple of more days to finish this off. And if I just, even if my response is calm and, and so forth, if, if I divvy out to that person a punishment that is more severe than the next guy that comes to me and says, hey, I'm going to be late with this task. It'll take me a, another couple of days. I've got to be consistent in this punishment. I've got to give both of those two individuals equal reprimand or equal punishment. So I've got to be careful of my responses, but I've also got to be consistent with my actions with my reward or with my punishment. And the same goes for rewards. So one guy stays over the weekend and you might, I don't know, you may give him a gift card for a hundred dollars. A couple of months later, a different guy stays over the weekend to, to get his work done and you give him a $20 gift card. There's something wrong there, right? That is not just, that's not equal. That's not fair. I was also going to say sometimes in your rewards, maybe you make a big public announcement and acknowledgement of someone's work. And then at a different time, you might do that privately. But there's a dynamic there that you need to be aware of with team members. Some, t- some team members are horrified at the idea that you would call out their name, even in the context of something they did well in a huge group. They had much more appreciate you expressing your appreciation privately. So you got to know your team well enough there. But the point is, you've got to be consistent with your rewards, with your punishments, with your reprimands, whatever it might be, in order to ensure you're implementing justice in your leadership, you've got to be consistent with your responses, okay? Careful with your responses and consistent with your responses. Now, thirdly, I'll share this with you. This is super, super important. And again, it's noted to some degree in the Marine Corps definition of justice. But as the leader, you have to be impartial. You have to be impartial with all of your team members. Now, here's what I mean by that. And I oftentimes get different questions about this as I teach leadership, because I teach leadership is about relationship. You've got to build relationships. you got to have good relationships with those people that you're leading so that you can influence them. Influence carries with it this idea of I'm willing to follow. People aren't willing to follow you just because you have a title. They're willing to follow you because they have a relationship with you. And so a lot of times when we talk about impartiality, people, they feel like maybe I'm contradicting myself. You told me to build good, solid relationships with these people. It's just going to be natural that I have better relationships with some of my team members than I do other of my team members. And that's okay. Sometimes people will even talk uh, about how they, the, the, the building of the relationship, it even gets into friendship and they're a little bit worried about that. And so even that, when that's the case, even when the case is I have a much better relationship with one team member than I do another, I have to remain impartial, especially as it relates to giving out of rewards or punishment or reprimands or something like that. So if, I can't allow someone that I have a really good relationship with, I can't allow them to get away with more 
than I would somebody else on the team. If I have two people that are constantly interrupting meetings, right, getting us off course, getting us off topic inside of a group meeting, I can't reprimand one of them because I don't have a really good you know, personal relationship with him and then allow the other one, because I do have a relationship with him, a, a good working relationship. I can allow him to interrupt the group and take us off topic without the same reprimand that I would give to the first person. So you have to remain impartial. And this is not to say that you're not going to have differing, you know, levels of relationship with your team members. You're certainly going to have that, but as the leader, you have to be impartial. You have to remain consistent, divvying out the, the reward and the punishment. And frankly, that is hard to do at times. It's hard to do at times because we tend to naturally be more lenient on people that we have better relationships with. And, but as the leader, we have to recognize if we're going to implement justice in our leadership, we have to remain impartial. We can't show favoritism or anything like that to those that we have better relationships. Build your relationships, build really strong relationships, but implement impartiality in your leadership as well. So there's three steps, three actions you can take to incorporate justice into your leadership. Make sure that you have acceptable standards, be consistent with all of your responses and ensure that you're leading with impartiality and you will uh, be leading in a just manner, you will be a just leader and you will enjoy what what is noted here as significance in the Marine Corps manual. The quality of displaying fairness and par partiality is critical in order to gain trust and respect of your subordinates. So you will gain their trust. You will gain their respect if you'll implement these three things, acceptable standards, consistent responses, and impartiality. And you will incorporate the Marine Corps leadership trait of justice into your leadership. So I hope that's helped you understand the first J in the 14 Marine Corps leadership traits. That was justice. Next time we, we dive into this, we'll be talking about judgment. Judgment is the second J in the acronym JJ did tie buckle. But today I hope I've helped you understand what justice is and how to incorporate that into your leadership. Hey, again, as I mentioned earlier, be sure you subscribe to the podcast. Be sure you rate and review the podcast. And again, I want to see you in the Credible Leadership community. So be sure you head over to community.credibleleaders.com. You want to do that right away. As I said here very soon in the month of February, we have a great event coming up on building trust inside of our team. How do we measure it and how do we build it? And you don't want to miss that. So I hope to see you there. Until we speak again next time, be blessed and lead. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you liked this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to CredibleLeaders.com.